Look, this isn't going to be one of those podcast episodes where the host tells you to create a complex plan a year in advance and start batching the shit out of your content in February so you can take the summer off. No, the answer really might not be in getting more organized or more productive. So you can breathe a little sigh of relief, my love. This is going to be the kind of podcast where I get really real about what I do in order to take time off, not just in the summer, but regularly with my daughter without a dip in income. And one of those things might not be the most popular, but it's the truth. And I think it should be popular, but we'll get to that. Because ready or not, those summer holidays are looming. And as mothers and business owners, having a long school break can be a bit complicated for us, can't it? If we let it anyway. So before you resign yourself to your bank balance taking a hit or having to hustle to earn your time off, ew, let me give you the scoop on how I handle school breaks so that you can make the shifts, tweaks and changes needed to enjoy a summer of fun with the fam and a fat bank balance at the end of it. Yay. Sound good? I got you, boo. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice. Ew. And instead, teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So, if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love. And I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. Why am I singing? It's Corey Javid here, your business bestie from CoreyJavid.com. How the devil are you, my love? I'm splendid today, but the beginning of my week, not going to lie, was, oh no, (laughs) I was just going to use a very unfortunate phrase. I'm just going to go with it because we like to be a bit silly and fun and playful. I was going to say it was a bit of a shit show. And now the reason why I'm laughing is because the reason that it was not a good start to the week is because I had a bit of a stomach bug. (laughs) So it was a literal shit show. TMI, don't turn off, uh, because we're going to be talking today about time off without an income dip, how I handle school breaks so that you can too. I think this is a really important topic, my love, because as mothers and business owners, Too often we believe we have to choose. We have to choose between showing up and being the kind of present mothers that we want to be and making the kind of income that we want to earn. And you know I'm here beating that drum gladly for you anytime you need to hear it to say that we do not need to choose. But I know that this gets amplified or we can feel like, yeah, yeah, I get that most of the time. But when it comes to school holidays, the summer holidays in particular, And that long school break, it's easy to feel like, yeah, but during that time, it's a struggle. During that time, my income tails off or whatever the case may be. And that does not have to be true for you, my love. So I'm very excited to talk with 
you about this today. And all of these topics over the month of June are inspired um, by the conversations that I've been having with the ladies inside my Elevated Abundance Mastermind. So before we get stuck in, though, it seems remiss if I don't mention to you... <laughs> that if you're ready for the support that you need to be growing and scaling that beautiful business of yours, my love, and of course, your income too, in a way that serves you in your way, I should say, and doing what's most important to you at the same time, like taking time off with the kids, then the best person to help you with that is, of course, me. And the best place for you to receive that support is inside the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. It's what I'm about, helping you earn lots of money so you can model what it looks like to your kids to be a woman, a mother, going after her dreams, making things happen, but also loving life and there for them. What a great gift, right? But also just having some fun along the way. So if that sounds good to you, then this is the place for you to be because I just want to help you make more money and have more fun in your life, quite simply. <laughs> I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel worthy. There's all sorts of extra things that go into that. But quite simply, if we boil it down, I really love helping you make more money and enjoy your life at the same time. It's my jam. So if you want me to help you in the way that my soul has called me to, then what you need to do is head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Now, at the moment, we are inviting people just to join the email waiting list to find out as and when spaces might become available for autumn. I say might because we've had, we're in conversations with quite a few people already and um, we will let you know first though. If you are on the waiting list, you'll get first dibs on any spaces that come up and you will receive an exclusive discount that will not be available otherwise. So if you want to work with me this year, my love, that is the best place to get yourself, get your buns onto the waiting list corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. If you have any questions about the Elevated Abundance Mastermind while you're waiting patiently, my love, then um, you can always send me a DM in Instagram at corriejavid or send me an email corrie at corriejavid.com. So let's get into this. Uh, first of all, I just want to ask you, are you taking time off over the summer? How are you feeling about the school break over the summer? I've been talking, like I said, with so many of my clients inside of my masterminds lately about this topic. So I really wanted to bring some of the conversation here. So of course, the support that I give these ladies is much more in depth, but I definitely want to bring some mega value to you today and some things that you can be thinking about to help summer go smoothly without necessarily having to endure a dip in sales. And I'm going to be sharing how I handle school breaks because I always think it's interesting, isn't it, to hear what other business owners and mothers are doing. So I first want you to just check in with yourself, though. I always think that's the best place to start. So how have you been handling school breaks and school holidays previously? Don't make yourself wrong. You know, I always say that. But just kind of look at it and be honest with yourself. Has that been serving me? How has that felt? Maybe you're in the camp of, I take time off and I lose revenue, but it's fine. I've just made my peace with it. Or maybe you're in the camp of, I feel a bit scrappy and messy and all over the place and I just kind of wing it and it's actually a little bit exhausting. Or maybe you're in the camp of, I really wish I could get more organized, more productive 
so that I could get things squared away and it never kind of seems to happen. Or maybe you're super productive and you get everything done in advance and you work a little bit extra hard ahead of time so that you can kind of have that time off. I don't know which of these camps you're in, but I've helped women out of all of them. And I'd say there's another way than all of those things. So that might surprise you. And so the first thing I really want to start with here is that the answer is not necessarily what you think. So the answer is not just deciding that it's okay to take a dip in income um, and making peace with some kind of notion that if you want to take time off, you must incur some loss of revenue. Incur some loss of revenue. got really dry with my language just then. <laughs> it might take a hit financially. Um, that is not something that you have to decide, my love. That isn't just one of those things to make your peace with. So you get to take time off and still have buoyant bank balances. So yay to that, yay to busting that myth. And then the other myth is that it's easy to believe that the answer is batching, getting really organized, planning your content and everything in advance, being more productive and being organized is not the answer to taking time off with your kids and still making lots of money. I'm going to say that again. Being more productive and more organized is not the answer to taking time off with your kids and still earning lots of money. So yay, if that's something that you felt like you've struggled with. Hey, if you want to be productive and organized, I'm not going to stop you, but it's just not required necessarily here. So let's really get into it then, because you're probably like, well, then what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> so I'll just share with you some of my experiences around taking time off and also how much time I take off because I think that, that can be interesting context too, can't it? So in the so in the summer break, so here in the UK, we only have a six-week summer break. And before any of you who are somewhere where there's a three-month break go, oh, well, then you don't get it or you don't understand, bear with me because I know that yours is longer, but ours is just peppered through the year. So we have the different challenge here rather than a longer summer break or a different challenge of managing for a break every six weeks. We literally have a break, a school break every six weeks. So over summer in particular, which is obviously top of mind because we're hurtling towards it, maybe you're even in it where you are. But over summer, the way that I typically um, do it is if we have, oh, remember the days, if we have travel plans, which we don't this year, um, then I've typically taken off like three weeks at least of, of the six. Um, full, so fully off, so um, not kind of having any calls um, during that time, not creating content during that time, just to be clear what I mean by off. And then um, this year, we're taking probably two weeks, maybe three. Um, I haven't fully decided. See, told you you don't have to be super organized to make this work. Um, but then the rest of the time, I work a very reduced week, typically just two days, sometimes only one. So um, I have childcare on those two days, and that just works out quite nicely for me. And I quite like that. I could take off the entire six weeks. That's uh, an option that I feel is entirely available to me. And I know that I can do that without um, losing any income. But I like keeping in the business a little bit too. I don't actually feel like I need that much of a break. And I think it's good for my daughter to spend time with other key people in her life. So it doesn't have to be mummy seven days a week 
four, six weeks. So that's just me. That's just my preference. And then in other school holidays, I take off several other weeks of the year entirely. And then in the remainder school holiday weeks, um, I do the same thing of working just two days. So I have a very kind of like typical approach, which is pretty much sort of not set in stone because it can be flexible, as you know, and we haven't fully decided around August, but it's just a pattern that's very familiar and very easy to execute for me at this point. So that's how much time I take off. And now I really want to share some evidence with you because I think before we ever are going to start working on the things that we need to do to put in place something that we haven't made making happen before. So in this case, maybe you haven't been able to swing it so that you're taking time off and still earning lots of money. I think always the first step is to gather yourself some evidence so that you can expand energetically into the possibility that this can be your reality as well. And so what I would say there is I've got a ton of evidence that I can draw on here. But I've had several of my biggest cash months at the date at which they happened, if you see what I mean, um, have been in August. <laughs> so that's typically like a big financial month for me for various reasons. Um, and I'm and that's always the time that I take the most off. And typically I've had a pattern for several years in my business whereby when I've taken time off in December as well, I've had my second biggest cash month of the year. <laughs> so so also, just as a total side note here, don't let anyone tell you a story that you can't sell over the summer or can't sell over Christmas. Like you can be making sales during those times, my love, as evidenced here. But my point really is, is I've got lots of evidence that I take time off and still make lots of money. You might have um, recently joined my live stream last month that I did inside our Facebook group, Limitless Mothers. Go and check out the replay if you haven't already, where I was talking about how I was I took the vast majority of two weeks off with my daughter over the Easter holidays and um, made £69,000, which is about $95,000 in sales during that time. So there's the evidence there for you, my love. So don't tell yourself a story that your situation, your circumstances, etc. mean that you can't take time off without a dip in income. I know that you absolutely can. I've helped so many of my clients inside of my mastermind groups to do the same. And so let's get into some of the things that are going to help you, some of the things that I do, which have enabled me to do this for myself, take time off with my daughter and still be making bank. <laughs> so the very, very first step is you need to get your energy and your mindset on point around this, by which I mean a few things. First of all, like we've already just been discussing, you need to believe that this is possible for you. If you do not believe that this is possible for you, if you are attached to a story that's telling you that, oh, well, that's nice for those other people, but I can't because dot, 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 then that will be your reality. And so that is the absolute first shift to make, starting to believe that you can do this. The other energetic shift that's really important here is to detach the idea of taking action from earning money. Now, I know, I know we've been so socially conditioned to believe that it takes hard work or long hours or effort to create money, but that's just not true. It's a lie we've been told. And the fact is, is that our energy counts for so much more. Everything is energy. Our energy is attracting money to us. And so, 
really the thing that dictates how much money we're making is where we're vibrating at energetically. And so the more you can separate the action that you're taking from the experience of money that you get to enjoy and receive, the better. So that doesn't mean that you stop taking action forever in your business, because of course, we do the smart business owner things to do. But it's about recognizing that there's always an opportunity to down tools and still receive money. And it depends kind of how you've set your business up and other things as well, of course. But if you are a match for money, money will always find its way to you. And I have seen this countless times. I may have mentioned to you before, I have a lady inside of, um, well, I have a few ladies who are really good at this, but there's just one who absolutely excels at this inside of my um one of my Elevated Abundance Mastermind groups. And she is just such a match for money. And money finds a way to her in all manner of ways. Yes, through clients and her business, but also just through some of the most cool (laughs) and surprising circumstances and wins and just things that you could not plan for or even ask for just because she's open to receive and she stays a match for money. So, that's just something to consider energetically there is are you feeling too attached to the actions and making them mean more than they have to? Are you telling yourself a story of, oh, if I stop doing X, Y, and Z over the summer, that means necessarily I must incur, why do I keep saying incur a loss of revenue? (laughs) It's such a dry phrase. I must (laughs) endure a dip in income just does not have to be the case. But you need to do that energetic and mindset work of detaching those two things. The other thing is that when your energy and your mindset are on point, you can be magnetizing money, sales, clients, customers to you without you having to work very much or sometimes at all. (laughs) And that's the the really interesting thing. Um, Again, one of my... um, clients, she has just hit the point where her energy is now a match for discovery calls just showing up in her calendar on the regular without her actually even asking people to book them, mentioning them, you know, without her taking any action. But she has other momentum and she has energetic momentum. And she now has, and this is the really key thing here that I'm trying to kind of make as a point, an expectation that they will arrive. We get what we expect. So the very first step, my love, is to start expecting cash, sales, customers, clients, whatever, to make their way to you, even if you are not chained to your computer. And the more that you can integrate that as a belief, the more that it's going to serve you. And the easier it makes the any actual action taking that you're doing, because you don't put so much pressure on it. You're not like, oh, well, I have to send an email. It has to be the best email. Otherwise, I won't make any sales from this email. Wow, what a lot of pressure on that one poor little email. <laughs> you know. Whereas if you're like, um, I don't need to do anything this week because all of my previous actions are already out there, already creating momentum for me, already having a cumulative effect. My energy is already magnetizing people to me all day, every day with ease. And then from there, if you feel inspired and you have time to take a quick action, like 
send an email, then you bring such a lighter energy to it, a more magnetic energy, and guess what? It gets you better results. So the very first step in taking time off with your kids in school breaks without having an income dip is to get that mindset and that energy on point. There's obviously more that I can talk to about this in one podcast episode, but I think that those first steps are really going to be helpful to you. If you need more support around that, Limitless Money is a good place to start because there's actually a module in there which helps you to disconnect taking action and receiving money. But also this is something that I'm always coaching my clients on refining their energy so that this becomes more and more natural and they get those bigger and better results as a consequence. Okay, so that is the first and most fundamental thing. And to be honest with you, if you do nothing else, that's still going to serve you. So if you if you only do this one step of really looking at your mindset, what are you believing to be true about what you have to do to quote unquote, earn the money you're making? And how are you limiting your view of what's possible for you in terms of income based on the amount of hours and and effort you have available to you? And how could you start believing something more expansive here? And how could you start getting your energy behind the positive expectation that money gets to find its way to you over the summer, for example, even if you're not spending as many hours or even any hours in your business? Hey, just going to interrupt myself super quickly and invite you to join the waitlist for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind so that you can find out when new spaces become available and receive exclusive discounts. But rather than me waxing lyrical, you know I'm capable of doing that, about all the reasons why these masterminds are amazing and why you're going to absolutely love being surrounded by your new group of badass biz besties and all of the business magic that you can create with these women and me in your corner, I thought, why not just hear from one of the ladies themselves? I've up-leveled now and there's, you know, this is just the new normal. So there's no going back to how it was before. It's been such a joy to be part of this process. And it, I'm not saying it's lightly, it's life-changing. It really is. And I have heard people say that about you know certain things before and I've always been a bit like yeah right but now I know what that feels like so I just wanted to tell you how amazing you are and how thankful I am for all the work that you've put into this you're such a good role model for service-based businesses in particular because you just you know you just show how what it looks like to over deliver and just be fully committed and dedicated to getting the best results from your clients If you are ready for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, head over to get on the waitlist, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. That's corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Okay, then the second thing is, and this might not be um, the most popular thing, but I'm just keeping it real because I've entitled this episode how I deal with the school holidays or however whatever that part of the phrase of the title is how I handle school breaks in case specifically um and so I'm telling you what I actually do I throw money at it (laughs) so I throw money at receiving money so I am perfectly able to and happy to invest in things that help me to earn more money and fortunately 
I cultivated that mindset early in my business, which is one of the reasons why I've had a very steep um, trajectory of success in my business is because I've been able to, willing to, felt worthy of, or at least worked on feeling worthy of, um, and trusted myself to, which I think is the kind of most core piece here, invest in things that I can see are going to support me in making more money. And that doesn't mean you have to be investing at the level that I'm investing at now, because it's about investing at a level of that is appropriate to you. But I have not got to this point of being able to earn great money, even when I'm taking lots of time off. I haven't got here without support and I, and without investing in myself and in my business and the support I have in my business. So I just want to be very frank about that. Money does solve problems. Let's just be clear. <laughs> and so if you're feeling like um, you are struggling with that, then we should totally talk because I get it and I have some free tips, some paid offers, various things that can help you get over that hurdle. I know what it's like if you're at that point of feeling afraid to invest in yourself and or in your business. If that's true of you, shoot me an email, cory at corriejavid.com. I may have something, like I said, free even that might help you out there. But throwing money at the situation is kind of like a good way of solving problems. <laughs> There's a phrase, isn't there? Oh, whose quote is it that they said something like, if a problem can be solved with money, then it's not really a problem or something like that. Anyway, so I'm not, I just want to be clear about this and really transparent. I'm not juggling everything myself in my business. I have a lot of support inside of my business and I'm happy to pay for support outside of my business too, with things like childcare if I need to, to have the spaciousness that comes from having like a child-free day, even if it's just one day a week, if that feels good for you, during the school break, where the kid or kids are not around and you can be dedicating your full bandwidth to your business makes a big difference rather than trying to kind of muddle and juggle everything can feel really frenetic and frantic and quite overwhelming. So, but my point really is, is I am willing to pay for the support that I need for my business to keep trundling along happily and continue making money. And so I'm willing to invest for that revenue to continue coming in. And that looks like a multitude of ways at this point in my business, but if you're at the point in your business where you're not investing in support yet, then that's something that you might want to think about. Maybe you could just get like a temporary VA even over the summer to kind of help with some of your tasks. I think one of the things that can be really useful though here, you know, we were talking about loneliness on a previous episode, is being around women who normalize having support because I think there is such a terrible, high and impossible benchmark that can be kind of held up for us as women, this idea that we're supposed to do it all really well and all on our own and be like, I'm fine, I don't need help. And consequently, because of that really, let's say, toxic ideal that's upheld for us, it makes it really difficult for us to feel worthy of receiving support. We feel like, oh, I'm supposed to be the one supporting other people. I'm supposed to be the one just totally fine with managing this. And why should I need this kind of support? And especially if you're not earning enough of your own money yet that you feel totally autonomous with that decision making, that can add in some like nuances and complexity too. And I get that, which is why I'm all about financial empowerment for women because I want you to be making the kind of money 
that you need to be making yourself so that you feel like you're able to make these kind of decisions if you want to. You feel able to just have the money to hire the VA, the cleaner, the childcare, the podcast editor, the coach, whatever that is for you. And so obviously that's a whole conversation that we could and should really get into at some point. But really my point being here that if you aren't receiving any support and you're trying to do it all, all alone, it will be much harder. And let's just be honest about that. And I get it if it feels stretching to you and difficult to invest. And I get it if you're telling yourself, oh, well, when I get there to that income level, then I'll invest. But if you've been saying that for a a while, probably you need to flip that around. And I just want to be totally frank and transparent, like I said, and say that there's I don't have downtime and still keep earning money because I'm doing it all on my own. No, I'm not a magician. (laughs) I have support and I like to be really honest and upfront about that because I want us to normalize that. I want it to be normal that we invest in ourselves, we invest in our businesses, normal that we receive and ask for the support that we need, normal that it's okay for us to need support. So that's why I'm really banging on about that point there. But that is the um, case. And like I was mentioning, just going, just closing the loop on some of these open loops that I start and then I get kind of carried away. Being around other women who are seeking support as well can be really, really um, impactful. I know that um, some of the women in particular in one of my mastermind groups are taking their first forays into hiring their first like team member. And it's so much more helpful to be around women who have already done it or are in the process of doing it because again, it normalizes it, which means that when you normalize it, you minimize the mindset wobbles that can keep us stuck and keep us procrastinating around that or putting it off or accidentally falling into traps of telling ourselves that we can't do it right now for various different, very convincing reasons, but really the thing underpinning it is not feeling worthy or feeling afraid of making the wrong choice, etc., etc. Having women around you who are you know, happily um, asking for and receiving what they need and going and securing the things that they need can be really, really impactful. And so I just wanted to kind of like bring that here as well as a conversation so we can start normalizing it also within this community and on this show that we should be supported and proud. We should be owning that we have needs that need to be met inside, outside of our business so that we can keep showing up for our business and our families in the ways that we want to. And it just doesn't happen without that. And then thirdly, um, I've set up my business in a way that supports time off. So I won't go into massive detail here, partly because I think really the conversation needs to be around you and your business and what suits you and how you serve your clients. But I want you to know that with thinking a little bit strategically and intentionally around this, you can put certain structures, expectations, boundaries, and mechanisms in place so that taking time off is really comfortably facilitated so that you don't feel like worried that you're going to piss off clients or worried that you're going to have a loss of revenue, etc. So I build it into my programs. I factor it into my pricing. I have early conversations with team and clients around expectations. And so 
it makes it much easier to take that time off when I've set up my business in that way. I also have passive income streams. So there's lots of different things in place which make it much easier for me to take time off in my business. But that's been very intentional. I have intentionally built my business this way. Um, But I get it. It's easy to find yourself all of the sudden in a situation where your business hasn't been set up that way and then feeling like it's difficult to extricate yourself from that and to start kind of shifting that around. And I just really want you to hear that it doesn't actually have to be that difficult and that you can make some moves really quite quickly and ask yourself, how can this be easier? Ask yourself, how could I plan for this? How could I set this expectation up in advance? How could I communicate this early so that everybody's aware? You know, there's lots of different things you can do to ask yourself the right questions here. But ultimately, what I would love you to actually take from this point in particular is look at your business through that lens of how can my business support me in taking time off? Because I think that otherwise we can feel like we're the person holding our business up. And really the whole point, the whole point, my love, of us having businesses as mothers, a lot of it is yes to make a massive impact and do the things that we want to do, but also it's to support us so that we can be there for our kids in the ways that we want to and still be making money. And so bring that to your business, bring that kind of lens for your decision making and run everything that you have through it, all of your programs, all of the ways that you um, support and deliver the things that um, you deliver in your business. Have a look at how things could be adjusted, tweaked, maneuvered. It doesn't all have to happen overnight but in such a way that your business gets to support you now, not the other way around. And then the final piece of the puzzle, um, in addition to having your business kind of generally set up in a way, having a system structures, processes, boundaries, etc. in place um, so that it gets to support you, is having a strategy to sell and still take time off. And now it might surprise you that I'm talking about strategy because, you know, I don't talk about strategy a ton. And the reason I don't talk about strategy a ton is because it really isn't all it's made out to be. We require strategy, yes, um, so that we've got some like intentionality that comes from being strategic often, but it just isn't the biggest piece of the pie. And it must come kind of at last, I would say, in some ways, because, well, at least it always has to come after energy and mindset, because here's the thing. If I, I've said this to you before, probably, you're probably sick of hearing it, but if I hand you a strategy for selling more and still taking time off, but your mindset is not on board with that, you aren't in that state of belief around that being possible for you and you're not in that state of positive expectation, guess what? It's not going to work for you. And so that's why it comes kind of last in this list, but it's still important. It still needs to happen, but only after you've made that mindset shift and got your energy behind this happening. So the thing that I would say is, and the other reason why I don't talk about strategy a ton is because I really dislike cookie cutter strategies. I just don't think that they work. I think that you need a strategy that works, that plays to your strengths, your particular business, who you're serving, what you're doing. It really needs to be bespoke. And in my opinion, always the simpler, the better. (laughs) Simple strategies for the win. Um, But really, the thing that you can take away from this is the idea that it is possible to have a strategy that allows you to sell and still take time off so that your income doesn't take that hit while you're off over the summer, for example. 
But what that strategy might look like could be very different for you. And so this is something that I do with any of my clients who are desiring to take time off in a significant way. And it's not something that they feel like they've been able to make happen before. We always go through it in this order. We work on their energy and their mindset first. They're already being supported because they have me, but we might look at is there additional support that you need to bring in? Um, either in your life and or in your business. We look at their whole business at a kind of holistic view through the lens of how is your business supporting you currently? How could it support you better? And how are you supporting it too much? And how can we switch that around? And then we look at sales strategy so that we're planning a little bit for it so that we're kind of like strategic. So I am not super productive in terms of I'm not one of these people who I can't, don't misunderstand me, I can be hella productive because I'm good at keeping my eyes on the prize, but I'm not one of these people that batches a ton. So I'm not productive in a way that I like to get loads of stuff done before the summer. Um, That's not really always the answer here. And I'm not like super organized because I have people to be organized for me. Um, but I, but it's easy for me to be organized because I have my business set up in a way that it's kind of supporting me, not the other way around. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make here, the one thing that I do have though, is I have a longer view of what I'm going to be selling and when, and it includes a plan for significant breaks and downtimes, particularly the summer. So I have that rolling three months to six months, typically six months from a sales perspective view. And it's a pencil view a lot of the time, i.e. not set in stone or inked into the calendar, but that view of what's going to be coming down the pipeline in my business. What are going to be the priorities? What do we have that we need to fill in terms of spaces? What do we have that we can sell more passively? You know, I have that view mapped out. And so all of this just to say that the final piece of the puzzle here would be to get a little bit strategic and a little bit intentional and start looking ahead in that way and planning for the summer, not just for the time off, but also how can you have a sales strategy that supports that time off? And then, of course, the final thing that you can look at once you have these other four pieces I looked at or in place is to make some decisions on what action is or isn't happening during your time off, whether you're doing it or somebody else. And looking at it through a different lens of what are the actions that are priority to keep money coming into the business versus just, I think, a mistake that I see too many people making is that they fall into either thinking that all of the same actions and activities need to still happen, but somehow before that break, and that's how you end up kind of hustling to earn your time off, or go completely the other way and think, okay, I'm just going to down tools for this entire time and consequently expect and try and be okay with a hit in, you know, a hit on my revenue. Um, And you don't have to do either. So we definitely don't produce as much during breaks and particularly in some holidays. We're not creating the same amount of content. You know, I talked about that already, like we might be reusing, recycling, repurposing, but we're prioritizing 
anything that might need to happen. And when I say it might need to happen, it might still happen on an automated basis. There might not actually be person doing it. But what might need to happen to maintain that sort of flow of sales into the business and prioritizing that and then looking at what else can we let go of or pause until we're back. So typically projects get paused and other things just like that just aren't happening. So we're kind of scaling right back to just the bare minimum to ensure sales are keeping coming in. And I think that is a real um, way that you can translate all of this into what does that plan look like. But what I didn't really want to do with this episode is tell you how to plan for your time off in terms of kind of what tasks you need to do because it's different for every business. But really to come through that lens to this conversation of how can you be taking time off regularly, not just this summer, every summer, every Christmas, Easter, whatever are the breaks that you like to take, how can you be taking that time off without it meaning that your income is hit, that your revenue goals aren't met, etc.? So let's just have a really super quick recap because I talked about quite a lot of different things there. So the first thing, like do not pass go until you've done this piece is to get your mindset and your energy on board with the idea that you can make money without expending a ton of effort whilst taking time off, etc. And of course, that mindset shift that's super helpful, which is detaching actions from results. That's a game-changing shift right there. Um, the second thing, thing was maybe not a popular one, but I really think this needs to be popular, particularly for us mothers and business owners. We need to stop thinking that there is any valiance, is that the word? (laughs) Is there any sort of reward that comes from doing it all alone and struggling onwards? We need to be okay with buying time. Time is our most precious resource, my love. Um, And I spend money gladly to gain my time back. And that's what gives me, it's one of the things that gives me a business that's profitable and that has money and sales coming in even when I have time off. And before you tell yourself, oh, well, it's okay for her. She's earning lots of money so she can afford to pay for that support. She can afford to buy that time back. No, that's not how it works. Like, yes, I can afford to do more of that now, but I only got to this position of earning the great money that I do by being willing to invest in myself and invest in time. When it was uncomfortable at first, before I felt ready, before it made sense on paper. So I just want to be really clear on that. And I know that that might not be popular, but it's the truth. (laughs) Um, So I buy time, I buy being organized and efficient. That's what my team helped me with. The third thing was that I've set up my business in such a way that it supports my time off. So you can do the same. For me, I have things like payment plans, which are rolling in month on month. I have passive income set up. I factor in time off to my programs and my revenue projections. And so I basically set up my business to accommodate time off and so that it's not ever coming as a surprise and take making a hit on all of those money goals, etc. And I create a sales strategy that works in such a way that it's bringing in sales while I'm off. And no, before you think, oh God, I need to go and create a passive income stream if you don't have one. I don't necessarily mean that. So um, when I made £69,000 in sales over the Easter break, when I was off for the best part of two weeks, 
that came in, I would say probably 90% of it was not passive income. So um, I just set up my sales strategy so that um, things are still happening, things are still coming to fruition even while I'm off. Does that make sense? And like I said, your strategy needs to work for your business. Um, and then finally, then you can translate that into your actual plan of action. But don't start there. That's where everybody starts at the end. And it's all of these pieces that need to be considered. And okay, maybe you aren't going to be able to hire an entire team for the summer. Maybe you aren't in a position to be making massive changes to your business yet. But you can absolutely start with that energetic and mindset shift. And that's going to make the biggest difference. And then you can start thinking about how you can buy some time, buy some organization, throw money at support um, in your life and business. You can start thinking about how you could be maneuvering your business so that it supports you in taking time off. You can start thinking about what sales strategies might be available to you that keep sales coming in while you're taking time off. It doesn't all have to happen overnight, but bringing the intentionality in is key. Believing that it's possible is key. It all has to start from there. So wherever you're at, give yourself permission for that and then make a start on number one. (laughs) If you do nothing else, just do number one. Get that energy and that mindset behind the belief that you get to make money even when you're not working. It's also just really fun. It's really fun to have sales roll in when you're having a day off um, or you're in bed, etc. So if this has really got you thinking about your business and how you really want to be making some of these mindset and structural um, and strategic changes so that as you're growing and scaling your business, it can support you having the time off that you desire without making any impact on your ability to keep growing your income. If that feels true for you, then you know we need to chat, my love. (laughs) Um, So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Get your buns on to the wait list so that if, as, and when, if, as, and when, um, spaces become available in the autumn, perhaps for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind that you will be the first to find out. If any do as well, uh, and you sign up this side of the summer, then you will qualify not just for uh, that exclusive discount that waitlisters get, but I would also be happy to chat to you about having a pre-summer kickoff call if that felt good to you so that you could be starting a Zooming to go on, enjoying a summer of ease, relaxation, fun with the family and sales, money coming in. Oh yes, oh yay. It's like my favorite thing. If that sounds good, get yourself on the wait list. Be in the know, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. And if you've been really enjoying today's show, here's what I would love you to do. It would make me so happy if you took a screenshot and shared this on Instagram, tag me at corriejavid or send me an email, corri at corriejavid.com and let me know what your biggest aha moment or takeaway was from this. And until next time, never forget my love, you are limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at corriejavid.com, 
they can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.